And here we go. There's a man open left side. Caught. Touchdown. Yes. Ten. Five. Touchdown. It's touchdown at 10 with Russell and Medhurst. All right. Mr. Underscore Me 93, Maddie affirms if you call in, you should be able to get through now. 301-230-0980. Perfect time now because it's a chance to discuss with you. A lot of you were making your presence felt on social media over the last 48 hours. And we were talk we've talked in person with people who were there. And the reaction of people who were there at the unveiling was sheer in some cases horror some were like you have to be kidding me sure i believe the taylor family has said the right things young i mean look his his daughter could not be more professional in her uh, approach and her discussion of this uh, as as she's been interviewed. And, and as a family, certainly there is going to be appreciation and joy any time that you bring Sean's name up. They're always going to be appreciative of that and the fact that their family member is remembered. But this is twice now. Not once, this is twice, that this team has done something like this in using Sean's memory and name to prop up things from a non-football perspective. And Chris, they have failed miserably now twice. It's extraordinary to me how you could look. And every time they have failed on something, Chris, They've usually come back the second time with a do-over and going, okay, yeah, we understand, we messed up, but we'll do it better next time. And usually they've done better the next time. This time, I mean, look, you got some very talented, even if you go, 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 we've got local stonemasons. We've got people that are talented with other types of materials. Let's make a legitimate Let's make a legitimate memorial statue to the player. Let's take the time to do that right. Not a mannequin that we can go down to Dick's Sporting Goods and dress up in a Nike jersey, Reebok pants. And yes, Sean was a fan of Adidas shoes, which is why the Adidas shoes are there. So let's not... Let's not crush them for that. That's part of the the getup. But it's like they grabbed the, the jersey and the pants off the clearance rack at Marshalls, threw it on a mannequin, ran it out there, and to pe- some of the people we've talked to, some of them diehard Washington fans, still still hanging around after all these years, and just they were horrified by another attempt at honoring a player that meant so much to its fan base that they botched it not once, but twice. So, Am I wrong? Am I wrong in that approach? All right, so there's a couple of things here. I'll start with this. 
Uh, I have not commented a lot on this because I really wanted to take my time and understanding as much of the issue as possible and as much of what happened on Sunday as possible. And I find myself on both sides of the fence, and that's going to maybe surprise some people, but maybe discretion is a better part of valor. I don't know. Pete, what happened on Sunday, specifically from a Washington commander's organization and image and execution, is a bad look. It looks bad for the organization. Nobody can deny that. Even the most ardent, diehard defender, supporter, champion, advocate, employee, whatever. It's a bad look. And whoever thought it was a good look and whoever approved it, whether it went as high as Dan and Lady T or whether it didn't make it past Jason or whether it didn't, um, you know, make it wherever. It's a bad look. Let's start with that. The organization has so little credibility, so little, I guess, um, what's the right word? Um, Well, credibility is the best word, but the organization has done so many things just wrong and tire fire and dumpster fire like that they get zero benefit of the doubt. If this was any other organization, you would not see it all over TMZ, People Magazine, and everywhere in between. Let's start with that. That being said, the only real part of the display, because I know people in the organization take umbrage with the whole mannequin in a window type reference, the display, the installation. The thing that I had the biggest issue with, why the hell did they not take from Sean's jersey sleeves to his gloves and put a long sleeve NFL equipment or Adidas or Nike or whatever shirt underneath his jersey to cover up the freaking rods? And the poles that are protruding from Sean Taylor's shoulders. Why did they not do that? I don't know. I haven't been given a good answer. More than Nike pants, Adidas jerseys, and 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 Puma sh- shoes. I, I don't care anything about that. Everybody knows I'm not a brand guy. Uh, I, I I just don't. I don't. I don't get suckered like you all get suckered by brands. I'm not an apparel guy. I don't have any shoe endorsement contracts. I don't care about any of it. I probably never will. Maybe if you hear me one day talking about. We'll have to have the Chris Russell tennis shoe. Yeah. I mean, if you talk about, you know, (laughs) maybe one day I'll have an Adidas sponsorship and then you'll say, well, then I sold out. Okay. Just saying. I've never cared about any of it. I, I, I don't know anything about it. I mean, I wear Under Armour. It has nothing to do with the fact that Under Armour is, you know, like a popular brand. Quite honestly, it's the best value for the kind of sneakers that I need. I buy the same sneakers over and over and over and over again because I know how to order them. I know how they fit, and I know that they're okay and that they last me six to eight months. Okay? So I don't care about any of that stuff. The thing that drove me the most crazy, 
was not covering the rods that not only went from just below his shoulder down to his gloves on each arm, okay, the black Mm -hmm. structure, if you will, of whatever the installation is. You don't want to call it a mannequin? Fine. You want to call it a mannequin? Fine. Whatever. That, along with the gap between where his uniform pants come down and where, again, the rest of it picks up, uh, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm obviously trying to explain something that people have seen, you know, a lot of pictures and video of. But basically, again, where his uniform pants, you know, because football uniform pants are basically like almost like knickers. They're, you know, half pants, right? And oftentimes we see players, you know, have the long socks or, or sometimes well, remember they... In the, in the NFL, you have to have your socks pulled up or... That's fair. They write you up. That That's fair. But a lot of times, like, you don't see, quite honestly, what we saw in this, which is from the bottom of his uniform pants to the top of his socks... There's more rods. It's the bionic. What are we doing? He played like a bionic man, but I he know. wasn't a bionic man. Everyone is screaming about uni- like like uniform apparel and this and that. And th- I don't care about any of that. I didn't want to see rods. How did we not think about this? How did we not cover this up? How did we not do this? They could have gotten away with this. I think there's... if they didn't have the freaking steel rods yeah. or whatever they are made of protruding by simply not thinking and using common sense. And Pete, I don't know how you feel about this. I don't know of anybody that has mentioned this. So, and if they have, I'm sorry, I, I'm not. I, it's it's not because I'm stealing your material. I literally have been burning on this for a while, but I saved it for the radio show because I wanted to just make sure that I thought, now I have a lot of other feelings and a lot of other things that I'll get to in a little bit. Uh, And we'll get to you on the phones at 301-301-230-0980. The voice of the commanders is coming up next. On burgundy and gold today. How about all the ODU flavor with Washington I now? Know. Jack Stone talking about Heineke. I know. You I know? mean, I mean, one on the mic and one on the on, uh, you know under center. How maybe, about maybe that? Ron should bring Ricky Ronnie, the ODU head coach, perhaps, aboard as an assistant? Perhaps. Um, so anyway, I, I, again, my opening salvo is this: it was a bad look for the organization, and the rods just absolutely drove me insane. Now. I'm going to turn it over to you in a sec. I'm going to tell you that I feel very, 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 very differently after talking to a lot of people about what the actual tribute and the installation means and why it's not as bad as people think. I'm going to give that coming up here, but I'm going to now turn it over to you because you we have not discussed this. Did the rods protruding from his shoulder... And from his basically thigh to knee area, connecting the short uniform pants to the top part of the socks, 
Did that drive you crazy at all, or did you not even really the whole man- think about that? I mean, the whole mannequin thing drove okay. me crazy. Okay, I, I look, I mean, all right, if you want to be cheap and you don't want to... The, here's the thing. The, the encasing, the case that they put it all inside of, I thought it was great. I, I agree. I, I thought that was fantastic. I agree. And it, I and it, I was told when you went there, I, I did not go there Sunday night, but long after the game, that, you know, it's still there. And literally, I guess uh, my podcast partner, David Harrison, on the Locked On Commanders podcast, uh, he um, he went there at about 8 o'clock Sunday night, and he said it was like almost pitch black dark. And as soon as he walked into the area – they're on motion sensors, so all the videos and all the tributes and and the lighting, I guess, of of the sta- of of the installation, all instantly kicks on. Yeah, sure, because it's on motion sensors, which is which is which is fine. And I, I thought that was fine, but if we're not going to, don't 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 sell us on a statue, which we know to be either a concrete or some other type of metal you know, thick metal in the form of the person. Well, like, l- like, let, me, let me stop you there, though. Did they sell us on a statue because they never mentioned statue? They kept calling it an installation. J.P. Finley, who I love and I just saw, he was the one on Twitter that called it a statue. I, I, maybe okay. there, maybe so there were point, others okay, that right, I missed, right. but, uh, but I know J.P. But specifically your effort- did. Your what they what they ended up producing, what they ended up producing should have been in the form of some sort of like a concrete chiseled mm-hmm. statue of the player, a bust, a bust like a Hall of, of Fame the, type bust, and it doesn't even really have to go to that same material. But yes, something of that caliber. I mean, they might know somebody over in Canton, but you know that what might I, be able to. Yeah, you know, there's there's a couple of. Uh, Washington players in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You might be able to get in touch yeah. with them. Here's the thing, though. If you're going to do that, I would have been just as satisfied at the installation, at the memorial, the honoring of Sean Taylor, if you simply hung a jersey inside that casing. It would have been cleaner. It would have been simpler. And to me, would have would have been... Fine would have looked much better than this Marshall's mannequin that they rolled out here. The thing, the same thing. I can go find at Dick's Sporting Goods, and I just, I mean, there. And you can't go on Fanatics without seeing Sean Taylor paraphernalia. So the club is still using Sean's memoriam as a way to make money for themselves. And I understand business is business. But for God's sakes, if you're going to do that, do it right. Honor the person in a classy way. Not with a not with a wired mannequin in Nike jersey Reebok pants where it's not even, you know, I mean, I, I just thought they could have done. I mean, look, if you'd have hung a jersey inside that casing, Chris, I think it would have been much simpler. There wouldn't have been as much of a disappointment in what was unveiled inside that casing. 
I think it, because you're trying to, you're you're simply trying to sell us that we we want to memorialize and remember Sean Taylor. So I I I much prefer the clean, simple look of hanging that twenty-one jersey all by itself. Don't put it around this cheap wire-looking mannequin inside this casing and have 80% of the people crushing you. I mean, I'm listening to an out-of-market station yesterday. They're talking about it, and they were incredulous that they did this with a wire mannequin. Everyone was. I, I mean, mean it, it's locally, just, nationally, everyone it was. was. It was... That's what I'm saying. It was a bad look because they have earned the spot that they have re- they have earned every ounce of the criticism that they constantly I mean, receive. I consider myself I consider myself incredibly lucky. Okay? I saw all three you know Super Bowl teams and I saw that great team in 83 that probably should have won a Super Bowl. It, it's one of the greatest NFL teams to not win a Super Bowl. Uh, quite frankly, when you have that discussion, the undefeated Patriots team, the 83 Washington team, by far uh, two of the greatest teams in league history that did not win a Super Bowl. They just had a bad, I mean, you know, they had a bad day that, that night against the Raiders. Plain and simple. Uh, the Raiders played a better game uh, that day. The regular season game between those two teams was epic. That regular season game between the Raiders and, and Washington that year is one of the best regular season games you'll ever see in the history of the National Football League. So I consider myself lucky to have seen all three and been able to enjoy all three of those teams because what Washington fans have been exposed to since then in trying to honor arguably the best player in terms of talent maybe that they've had, certainly the one guy that the fan base gravitated to Mm -hmm. because you love the way he played the game. And... For them trying to memorialize him again. It is a it is an admirable thing. Completely understand why you would do that. But this is twice now that they've tried to capitalize on this. And yes, there is a marketing aspect to all of it. There's a marketing aspect when they have alumni day. You know, when you hope that fans will come out and want to shake hands with Doc and all the other alumni that are willing to still come back. You talk about Tim Hightower's work in that category, trying to you know bring the alumni together and get them out at different events so Washington fans can break bread and, and shake hands and take pictures with those players who have been part of, I mean, those are our heroes. I mean, Doc comes in this building every day. Doc is still a hero to me because Doc's on you know the great, some of the greatest teams we've ever had here. He produced a, he helped produce a world championship here. So those guys are always going to be heroes for us. Yeah. You know, whenever whenever I talk to Joe Theismann on the radio, is he's a guest on our show. For me, the goosebumps are amazing because Joe was the quarterback and what a, the world championship team that made me sprint from one end of my house to the other. When John Riggins ran 42 yards and you knew they were winning the Super Bowl with Sam Huff saying Don Shulis sweating through his deodorant, that sweater on the sideline at the Rose Bowl. And as we hunger for moments like that going forward, and and we try to allow ourselves to get excited about a team right now that's seven and five with a with a, a quarterback who's a hell of a story. If not, you know, uh, he, he's doing what he's being asked to do. Okay, so we start to get excited again that yeah, we might have a playoff team here because those moments have been so few and far between. 
and yet they trot out the guy that's been most visible, most loved by the younger fan base that they're trying to keep engaged. And they honor him in this way. And again, sometimes simple is better, Chris. They could have done it simpler and drawn a lot more positive reaction and publicity, but they cheapened it by somebody thinking that this was the route to go. If we're going to put a full body structure out there, let's do it to the level that honors the impact that that player had on your fan base. Because I guarantee you, I'd love to see the dollar figures on how many Sean Taylor jerseys they still sell compared to the other players on the team right now. And over the the time from t- the time of Sean's passing to now, I'd love to know where the Taylor jersey sales rank compared to any other Washington player in that time. I guarantee you he's still top three. All right, two things. I'm going to tease it, and we're going to come back, and we're going to deliver, and then we're going to get to the phone calls. I'm going to respond to your jersey-only approach because I it, that's an interesting angle, and I did not think about that. One, and I don't think many people have suggested that. So I think that's an interesting area for us to get into. I'll have a response to that. Two, I do want to say something about the whole idea of a memorial, an installation, a tribute to somebody who tragically passed uh, due to unforeseen circumstances. Um I do want to make sure that I get to that. And then, again, we will let you guys have your say. I know everybody's been talking about this for the last day and a half. Honestly, Pete, like we as a show, we decided, and me as a person, individual, I decided I just wasn't going to comment on this until after we got through the game. And that was number one, and that was most important. That would be unfair to those players and these these coaches and to the organization if we focused on this before we focused on that, if that makes sense. Maybe it would have been different if they were three and seven. They're not three and seven. They're seven and five. So just, again, we will get to all of you. And I've got two things to kind of come back with, and then we'll turn it over uh, to you guys for your reaction with time to think about it. Now in the rearview mirror, what could don't just call to criticize. What could they have done? What should they have done? You heard what Pete said, what he thinks they should have done. What should they have done? What should they have done? 301-230-0980. All right, join us now right here on the Team 980 and, of course, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We have a goal in Netherlands, Qatar, and the Nationals have been active. Chris will have the details coming up in about 15 minutes in the trending alert. Keep it locked in right here. Talking Sean Taylor and the memorial, the installation, that was unveiled at FedEx Field on Sunday, honoring a player that many of you, certainly in the younger end of the 25 to 54 generation, that root for this team, he was your guy. He was your player. He was the guy that you gravitated to. You heard what I had to say. Your thoughts. All right. So I think your idea of just a jersey, the 21, on display, 
in the glass enclosed structure. Uh, maybe, you know, you want to add, you know, hologram. I, I don't know how any of that would work. But your point of a suspended jersey just in midair in a glass enclosed structure, right? I think has a lot of merit. I think would have been a, a nice touch because you retired his number last year. His jersey and the jersey is identifiable with him most. The thing that I worry about is if they would have just suspended a jersey, Pete, meaning no statue, no um, no pants, no structure, just a jersey, is that cynics and critics would have said, still, that's it? What are we doing here? Where's the rest of him? Like, wh- wh- How could you do this? Oh, you're that cheap. I'm not saying that I'm not saying your idea and what you're trying to convey, I think makes a lot of sense. And I, I didn't think about that. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's number one, number two. And I'll go through this quickly. I just wanted to make sure again, I mentioned my podcast partner, David Harrison. Uh, He served in the U S army for 20 years. You can hear his words because he delivered a really, really, really heartfelt, thought, th- well-thought-out um, explanation on the Lockdown Commanders podcast. It's right at the very beginning. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Odyssey. It's out there right now. Uh, again, David has seen a lot of his um, compatriots, friends, killed, had to go to many memorial services, tributes, all that stuff. That's part of the world that you live in when you serve our country, Right. There is something he pointed out that I didn't think of as well. And this is why I wanted to wait. When we think about how we memorialize, how we pay tribute to people that were tragically killed in either war or plane accidents such as 9-11 and the 9-11 memorial both in Washington, Shanksville, and of course at the World Trade Center, Now, I understand that that is a large grouping of people. I understand that, unfortunately, tragically. And this is one person. So there is a difference. But the point that David was trying to make and the point that I think should be remembered is that whatever the structure is, whether it's a mannequin, a jersey, uh, a hologram, a statue, a, uh, a, a a bust, a plaque, whatever it is, it's just an uh, it's just an object. That's not what we're paying tribute to. That's not representative of whoever we are paying tribute to. It is a extension it is a symbolic thing it is a physical object that is symbolic of hey we're honoring this person we're remembering this person the spot such as the 9-11 war uh not war memorial the 9-11 memorial at the world trade center the one in shanksville the one at the pentagon 
the Vietnam, in a in a city that we live in, Pete, just a couple of miles. How many memorials? World War II memorial, uh, Vietnam, uh, Martin Luther King. I, we live in a city of memorials. Yep, Lincoln Memorial, and monuments, Jefferson right? Memorial, Washington Monument. All of that. Yep. And a lot of them are beautiful and to the eye, fine. Okay. But some of them, and sometimes, literally, it's a brick. It's a name carved into a wall. And I understand you can't do 2,000 statues or whatever. I I understand this is an individual, Sean Taylor, versus a mass unfortunate loss. But the point that David was trying to make, and I I do think it's a fair one, and I I promised him I would pass it along, uh, but you can hear it again for yourself or see it, uh, Locked on Commanders podcast, available on Odyssey, YouTube, all that. The point that he was trying to make is the legacy of the person and the meaning of the person and the importance of the person and the contributions of the person should not be remembered by what the physical structure is of the tribute or of the monument or of the memorial. It should be about what the person represented in your eyes, in your heart, in your thoughts, what have you. It shouldn't be, oh, look, they disgraced his honor and his memory by putting a mannequin. I'm not telling you they did the right thing. Again, I criticize them for the wire rods and all that stuff. I'm not telling you they did the right thing. But I guess what 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 I'm trying to get at and what David's point was is that nobody has any problem with somebody whose name is carved into a wall or a brick or, you know, quite honestly, we do it with a tombstone, right? That's how we do, you know. Memorials and and monuments are are done differently. It's about the person that you're paying tribute to. It's about Sean Taylor's legacy, his life, his impact on so many people. Try and look at it as the physical structure that now stands there. Maybe it's not what you want. Maybe it's not full class, 100, all that stuff. But try not to look at, try and look past that and try and look at the real, the real symbolic nature of what Sean Taylor went through, what Sean Taylor did to protect his family, and what Sean Taylor's legacy meant to not only his family, but also his Redskins family and his NFL family, and and what impact he had on so many people, both players, owners, teams, league. And fans, try not to look at it as, oh, my God, they put up a mannequin. Try and look at it as, hey, his spirit, his legacy is here, is there, is enclosed. It is what it is, and I know that's really hard to separate, but that's kind of what David was getting at. Uh, And maybe he explained it better than I just did, but my point being is let's let's not disgrace Sean's legacy by just beating the team up for a garish decision. So, I don't know. Maybe people disagree with that. I think with time, I think with time, we will... I think with time, I think with with time, we will... I don't want to say forgive, but we will, I think over time, 
assume David's mindset on that. The initial the initial shock though of like wow, we went to honor this person with this. You mentioned all the memorials around here. These are all classy looking memorials. That's fair. You know that they used to do that. No one is criticizing them for the thought. You know, it's just like when when someone brings you a card or even a small thing that might cost a dollar at the dollar store, but they thought of you. Mm-hmm. What do we often say? It's the thought that counts. Okay? Absolutely. Talk about it with kids. I mean, I saw it yesterday. You know, uh, that there were 19 kids that could have been doing anything else yesterday. Instead, they were taking the time to be with uh, special needs kids doing unified bowling. I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen yesterday, watching those kids interact with each other, the laughter and the joy that they were all having, sharing with each other, not just the joy of the of the special needs kids. I, I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen because they were all sharing in the joy. And again, cost those kids nothing. It's the, it's the thought of those kids, though, wanting to participate that counts in those situations. So it's the there's nothing wrong with what Washington was doing in terms of the thought. It's just that if we're going to take that extra step to memorialize him in more than just words, you just want it to be done in more of a classier way. And I think that's where the fan base is the most disappointed. Let's hear from the folks, though. 301-230-0980. Let's go to Chin and Potomac to start things off. Chin, good morning. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, Chin. Um, Sorry about the long wait. Appreciate you. It's okay. I have a kind of an interesting perspective here because uh, I actually used to work for the company that is currently now selling the Redskins. Um, So I was in mergers and acquisitions, and so I kind of have an understanding, and I think I know why they kind of cheaped out, if you will, on this memorial. Um, The main reason why is because when you sell a company, you're, you're selling it based on the latest year's earnings. And so if they had spent a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars on a statue, which I'm sure they wanted to do, I mean it's just so obvious. But if they had done that, then what would have happened is they would have gotten a multiple of that number less in terms of the bid values that they would have received. So if they had spent a hundred or let's say two hundred thousand dollars on a statue, they would have gotten bids of about twenty uh, times the two hundred thousand, so about four to five million dollars less uh, in the bids from buyers. So I'm sure that's why they kind of cheaped out. Uh, if, if, if they had not been selling this company, they probably would have uh, uh, got, spent the money on the, uh, on the statue. Chet, it's an interesting point. Appreciate the call. It, it, I, I understand, again, when you're selling something, because I've worked at a radio company where basically every employee but one got let go when this company was selling. And that is a real thing. So, you know, I mean, I can understand where that type of expense wouldn't be considered important as opposed to an even more important expense, quite frankly, to the club as we talk about the team, you know, trying to re-sign a player like Deron Payne, who has shown to have incredible importance uh, to the football product on the field, which is ultimately the football product on the field is what drives everything else. You sell more jerseys when the team wins. If you have better players, you win more. And if you win more, you sell more merch. Okay? That's how it all works. It's a cycle. But it all starts with the team on the field. So any expense right now has to be left to 
enhancing the on-field product. Because if the on-field product is better, then the bids for the team are going to be better. If you feel like you're acquiring a better franchise, you're going to get greater bids for that. Let's go to line one in AP. What's up, AP? Hey, what it do? What's Pete? up, AP, man? What's up, AP? Russ. Hey, man, I was at the game, you know. I got I got a chance to uh, meet Doc for the first time, which was a you know honorable moment for me because you know I've been in this team 980 ESPN 980 you name it I've been I've been doing this thing for a long time but um you know it was just a pleasure to meet him so shout out to Doc nice but uh as far as as far as the unveiling of that what, what are they calling it uh well uh, they're they're calling it an installation or a memorial installation. Okay, well, that that memorial installation was poorly installed, and Jason Wright, you know, as, as in tune and as you know, as as transparent as he claims to be in, in talking to us fans, we we deserve an answer for that. We we deserve to know why that vision or whoever decided on such a vision for Sean Taylor, because that that installation is very hollow looking. And Sean Taylor, the Sean Taylor we know, the Sean Taylor that we grew up watching, he is everything but hollow. And, you know, that installation does not speak Sean Taylor. That doesn't say Sean Taylor, the enforcer, the guy who's going to make you have alligator arms across the middle, the guy guy that you're afraid to to go head up with in the hole, the guy that you're going to slide – in front of when he's about to rip your head off. That ain't Sean Taylor, you know. And Sean Taylor, his family, I know his daughter was probably just being kind and polite and whatever, but, you know, us fans who really support this organization and the family, you know, for their loss, that's not honoring their loss. That's not saying, you know, a billion-dollar industry is not, that's not saying we're honoring your loved one and former player for our organization. So we deserve an answer. And as many times as they've tried to get this right, they need to go back to the drawing board on this one. Sean Taylor, his family, they deserve a statue of some kind. Thank you. That's all I got, fellas. AP, appreciate you. 301-230-0980. More of your phone calls on this next World Cup news, Nationals news. Chris has it and what's trending. Here's what's trending. On the Team 980. All right. In the appetizer for the U.S. men's national team, Netherlands leads the home country, Qatar. one nothing in the now 45th minute of play. 2 o'clock today on the pitch in Qatar. It will be the U.S. men's national team looking for their first win of the World Cup. And if they don't get it, well, guess what? They're going home. Even if they draw, which they've done in their first two games, last Monday and last Friday, they are set to go home. Only with a win over Iran do they advance to the knockout round. Again, kickoff in that one at 2 o'clock Eastern time. Meanwhile, Hugh Freeze officially hired by Auburn after leaving Liberty. Carnell Cadillac-Williams, who's been the interim head coach, just announced he's staying on as associate head coach. Luke Fickle officially introduced as the new Wisconsin head coach. And the Nationals, as Pete mentioned, have signed Jamer Candelario to a one-year contract. Former Tiger third baseman actually was on a five-year, a one-year, five million dollar deal last year, and then got injured. So some infield depth. 
for the Nationals. And that's what's trending. Two three zero zero nine eighty. That's how you reach us here. We're talking about Sean Taylor. Yesterday, the game had to be the focus. Today, now we'll give the focus to the Sean Taylor honoring. And again, no shame in the game by the team trying to honor Sean Taylor. I understand the business side of it, and I understand the memorial uh, memorialization side of it. In the last twenty years, he's been by far the most popular. Redskins slash Commanders player. Though I think Terry McLaurin is finally making up some ground uh, in, in that area, you know, finally for Washington fans. I think Terry's becoming the first fan, if, player that, you know, A, they can gravitate to, that has another contract with a team that also produces, that really has had this type of popularity since Sean Taylor. So. No shame in the team's game trying to memorialize him. Let's get to the phones. It's up to you. You're lo- locked and loaded on the lines. That's what it's all about. Let's go to line two. Carl is in Alexandria. What's up, Carl? Hi, how you doing? Can you hear me? We yep, got we you, got go you Carl. What's going on? Hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs> Matt, put him on hold. Do, do, put him on hold. Do, 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 do. You don't put do. us on hold. Do, 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 we'll put do, you on hold. Do, 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 Let's go to line three. We've line got three, Ronald in Greenbelt. What's up, Ronald? PP. What's up, buddy? Who's the man? What's up, Ron? I just don't know about this thing. It's like something you see at a sporting goods store window. You know, like I said, they had great intentions. I assume that sometimes I think that they're trying to make up for previous debacles in honoring uh, the Taylor family. Like I said, I mean, good intentions. I understand that. I just think they're rushing things a little bit when they could have got it right the first time or strategize a little bit more, try to hurry up and do things in accordance. I don't just don't like it that way. And secondly, the stadium, the Redskins are a historic franchise. They didn't memorialize anybody living or deceased. I mean, they should have a statue of Joe Gibbs out there. He's done so much for the franchise, three Super Bowl appearances in 10 years. And I don't know what what they, you know, all these historic stadiums, they got historic figures uh, being visualized. Green Bay, Berlin Barney, uh, Saber Center, Shaq, Kobe, uh, Magic. You know, I just think this organization in a whole needs to do things about that as a whole with everyone that's been historic to that franchise. And God bless the, the, the um, Taylor family for being um, subtle about the whole situation. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, Ronald. Thank you. I think it's a good point. I mean, you know, Baltimore, they got Ray Lewis sitting out in front of the building. You know, they got baseball players sit out in front of the building. So, you know, for an ownership that's, you know, alleged to be cheap, they spare no expense in putting some statues of great Orioles out in front of Oriole Park at Camden Yards. So, and I mean, do you think that the lack of a statue, uh, as the caller uh, who has a chin mm-hmm. uh, suggested, comes from A, not wanting to hurt the sale price, one, or B, here's a, another component of it. 
Remember how many allegations? I don't know if that's the right word. Accusations, whatever, of Dan not having the liquid cash that other owners do, or as much as people think he does as an NFL owner. Certainly, do you think all, that maybe, like, I don't know if they said, well, look, like a stat, like a like a Ray Lewis type statue would be like four all, million dollars, right? Certainly, all credible faults. We don't know that for certain, right? But somebody, you know how business works. Somebody says, hey. Here's how much it would cost for us to do this. It's just like government. Government solicits bids. Most 99% of all bids for contracts go to the lowest bidder. Mm. If you bid the lowest money, just like referees. You know, you know why you have bad referees in some areas? Because you have some referee associations that bid a very low number to outbid some of the other powerful referee associations. Government has to accept that bid. If you walked in and said you could referee high school football games for $30, they would have to accept your bid because you're the lowest bidder. Now, you may not get the greatest service for that $30 in official, but because you bid the lowest, you win the bid. Well, just like if Jeff Bezos is the highest bidder, don't you have a – for like just the opposite of that. If Jeff Bezos is the highest bidder for the commanders, even if Dan hates him and loathes the idea theory, that Jeff Bezos – In theory, you take the highest bidder. Right. But think about it in our business, Chris. Right now – we are every a lot of business, not just our business, but a lot of business. A lot of businesses are trying to get the most for the least amount yes. of buck. Oh, trust me, yes. Okay, and we're seeing we're seeing some aspects of customer service affected by that, based on that situation. So that's what's happened here. Somebody somebody probably put this together for Jason and said, "Hey, here's how much it would cost to do this, as opposed to this, this, or this." And they're going, "Oh, we'll definitely do this." Because this is going to cost the least amount of money and going to get us to where we're still trying to go in honoring the player here. So we'll do it this way. I hope there were other options. I hope it's not because purely because of cost. We'll take a break, get to more of your calls coming up next. Don't want to shortchange anybody here. 301-230-0980. Your thoughts, simply. You've heard what we've had to say. You've heard what some other callers have had to say about the memorialization of Sean Taylor a second time now by the club. And again, for a second time, the w- people feel that they simply could have done better. But the ultimate question is, if you're going to criticize, we gave you reasons why and what we thought would be better. What do you think would have been better? If we're going to nitpick it, if we're going to criticize it, what could have been better? Make that part of your call. 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst, live till noon, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.